brothers We're happy and we're singing and we're colored Give me a high five What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Eyeball Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Williams, also known as D-Will, the coach, and I'm here with my co-host, my big brother, Brian Williams, a.k.a. Coach Chill Will. What up, Chill? What's good, man? Everybody good? Man, B, we coming off a real weekend, man. Yes, sir. After a long hiatus from the world of AAU basketball, we jumped back into fire this weekend, literally, with our 13 and under team and our 7th graders for Guard Your Man. B, we went 2-2 two and two on the weekend. Yeah. We went 500 yeah. for, for four practices and not a lot of teaching or continuity or chemistry between the team and short notice. We played pretty well. I think we did. I, I, I think we did. I think uh, especially, you know, you want to go out and win. Right. And to have a two-and-two weekend was big time for us. But you know what I noticed? What's that? Got to be patient. Yeah, boy. Because you got to give guys time to play under the whistle and uh, just figure out who's going to be able to do what when the game actually starts. Right, but you got to understand, like, in practice, we would say, okay, who wants to run the point? And we had a couple people run out. We found somebody who we didn't consider a point guard. That's going to be a point guard for yeah, us. Not scared. Not afraid. Like, uh, shout out Chapman. Chapman played well. Yeah. Chapman played well. He stepped up and played a lot of point guard for us this weekend. Because that was one of our concerns going in was uh, us really not having somebody to take over that point guard role for our 13U. And I will say this. John Harris. Okay. Played very well. John Harris played. Like, but we got to talk about. He, got, he needs the ball to shoot. Yeah. He's a shooter. Yeah. But he's one of our most trusted ball handlers also. You know, so it was it, it was fun to get back out there, man. It was fun to get back out there and and have some competition, play against some other kids our in that age group. See a bunch of guys cuz since we really start diving back into this this game be of AAU and evaluation and recruiting, something we never left, but this realm that we we've never really went this young. Nah, this is the first time. Yeah, we've never actually been lower than fifteen years. Nah, this is the first time, and we've ne- and even before you say what you're gonna say, even more than that, we've never coached a level other than fifteen years. Because right. even when I was at Montgomery Academy, I had the JV, which was ninth and tenth graders. Right, and then you did the summer with uh, with the at, challenge at the time of the Alabama Challenge, and they right. were what tenth graders. They were fifteen and you. They were yeah, 10th fifteen grade. you. So yeah, man, like. It, this is our first time ever doing a, a group of kids this young, and it's different because we're so used to being in the realm of, hey, hold on, you stop. Hey, you go there, you go there. Hey, let's run this double screen. You come off. And with that group, you really can't do that. Oh, man, that's Spanish to them. That's Spanish. Like, I tried to draw up a play at halftime today, a simple zone play against a 1-3-1. We went out there two times in a row, and nobody did it. Turn the basketball over. Nobody did it. Right. So, like, those type of – that's the only real difference that we have is having to bring that – what we say, swing that kettle, that pot a little lower so everybody can – Sop. Yeah, we got it. We we just got to swing that pot pot a little bit lower. But, I mean, that's what you see about basketball at this level, especially in the state of Alabama, man. Like, it's important to have quality programs 
that are teaching the basketball game. Because right. when, when we do what we do, because, you know, we talk about a lot of high school and uh, high-level AAU basketball and college basketball. Man, when you get to this level, you got to know what you're doing or you just won't play. Right. I mean, talent is one thing, and that's I guess that's why you have guys that are, do dunk videos and mm-hmm. guys play for the Globe Trotters and guys do it. It's something that's not registering where they can make the adjustment and play, I guess what you call organized sports. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to equate it to something outside of sports, and I know exactly what you're saying. Like, I watch a bunch of uh, – I used to be really into it, but I still watch some of it uh, – rap battles. Yeah. And you're like, man, these cats are so clever. Like, bars. Like, yeah. they come up with bars. And then you go listen to that music, you're like, dud. Yeah. Dud. Yeah. Like, it's something that's not clicking from that realm where you're really good to this realm where you're really good. Right. It's hard for people to cross over. And that's kind of what we're saying with this game of basketball, man. It's hard for some guys to actually play this game at a high level. Like, it's a lot of things. Like, you can take them to a gym, and they might go through shooting drills and knock down 15 in a row. Or they might, like you say, might be able to put their chest on the rim and their arm in the goal. And but you put them on a, a court with referees and nine other guys, and it just all goes out of the window. Man, and that's the part you got to figure out. And uh, having a young team is is good for us. I think just being involved in the game, I think is is good for us because now you can just kind of really sit back and understand it. And the biggest thing is like we don't have any vested interest other than pouring into the game. Right. That's our only vested interest in this. And you know so. It's, it's huge. And, and that's the thing about it, man. Like you say, people, people, we were out there a lot this weekend. We saw a lot of teams. And a lot of those teams were uh, parents. Like, right. it was a dad who, who right. he's probably always ran his program. Right, right. But now he has a son right. who's running now and he's coached. So, it's like that type of vested interest. Right. Like, you got somebody that is the reason you're doing it. Exactly. And. We have a reason. Don't get. We have a purpose. Oh, of course. Of now course. Let, I, let me tell you. We have no reason to be doing it. We have a purpose to do it. Right. Right. So we have a purpose, but we don't have a reason. Like we're doing this because we want to. Exactly. Because we love this game of basketball, and we want to see guys improve. We want to see the quality and the level of basketball in our area raise. So people might say, "Why y'all do thirteen U? Because those guys got four more years, five more years." To play high school basketball. Yeah. So if this group five years from now, if we're able to raise their level to a point where the basketball is played at their particular schools at a higher level and they're now competing, these kids have gotten better. So their experience with the game of basketball has totally changed over the next five years. Then we did our job. Oh, of course. We did our job. And that's what we're in it for. We're in it to and because this year we got two teams, yeah, right? We got yeah. a 13U and a 15U. A 15U didn't run this weekend. The running next weekend will be at the Hoover, at Hoover at the Hoover Met. But our 13U ran this weekend. And some may ask, why 13U? You know, why 13U? And that's the reason. Hey, man, it's got to be the reason because uh, on the flip side of that, the reason is there are already established programs here in the state of Alabama that's messing with 15, 16, and 17U. Right. And that's we, competition. Right. And we just didn't want to be, I guess you call it the cliche of let me come in, start an organization, start to pull talent from some of these programs. Because right. that's another problem that we have here in mm-hmm. Alabama. Yes. 
It's yes. only a limited amount of talent. Right. All right. Now they're high level talent. Yeah, there are a bunch of kids. Bunch of kids. High level talent. A limited amount of high level talent. And Alabama does not have a program or a team that's featuring that Alabama talent consistently. And what I mean by that is most of our best players at that level go play somewhere else. Oh yeah, they're all in different states, yeah, different across, teams. Yeah, they're across the line. So what I'm saying yeah. is for us to to start our brand there, it gives us an opportunity to build a rapport. First of all, get our program established, you know, build some relationships with some people. So when we're able to get in a situation where um we're playing with those older teams, we can really help the kids get out of the game what they need to get out of the game versus uh, just taking them away from something because we can. Yeah, and 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 the thing about it is, you don't when you get to that level. Let me tell you like this: any AAU program that is a very good program, okay. like that is an established program that's been around for a long time, right? It's they started at a baseline. Right. So they started. They may have started like we did. They might even started lower. Like, because even next year we're gonna have a fifth grade team. Yeah. You know, we could have had a fourth grade this year, but we curtailed it. But we're gonna have. A f- so the thing about it is, to build your program, you want to start at thirteen. You, you take that same group, you go with them to fourteen. You take that same group, y'all go fifteen. You sixteen. You and then you're and now you're at seventeen. You and you put programs in place behind that group, and you let them rise. Great by great by great. And before you know it, and each year you add another grade level. You add a grade level. And now your program is expanded. Now your program is good. But the guys have been in your program for years. And once you do get to that 16 and 17 U level, your guys have been playing together for two or three or four or five, six years in some cases. And now they're even if they're talent-wise not able to play on that level, they can compete because they've been playing this style of basketball and they've been playing together for so long. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But you and me both know, boy, when you start talking about 15U, life changes out there on that Bro, road. What? Man, size. Every, all of it. Just what? everything changes. So you can you can kind of look at some of these programs at the 13U level and understand, okay, this group here is going to be really good. Right. So, But but like you said. <laughs> Team driven is one of them. And as we're looking at them, when you talk to uh, guy Quake, shout out to Quake, Pierre over there, Team Driven. Yes, sir. They're 13U, but they've been together since third grade. Since third, and that's so. That's why I was going with it. They've been at a piece. Right. Oh, let me tell the story. Let me yeah. tell the story. Like, uh, we were at halftime. Okay, so we started out the game, and literally, they came out, scored. They tried to press us. Mind you, we only worked on press break for about 15 minutes of our last practice. Yeah. Is when we put our press break in, right? We ran it today. They tried to press us with all these athletes. Boom, boom, boom. Got a layup. Missed the layup. Right. They came down, scored, tried to press us. Boom, boom, boom. Got a layup. Missed the layup. They came down, scored, tried to press us. Boom, boom, boom. Got fouled. Went to the line. Missed both free throws. Right. They came down to score. We called timeout. We were down 8-0. Right. The score should have been 8-6. to six. Exactly. And that would have been a different confidence for your group that's first starting out. First starting out against a team that plays AAU basketball. like All I said, the time. Team driven it. Like, they've been together since third grade. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're they've good. been together since third grade. And that's my thing about saying that's how you build an established program 
is you keep a group together young and you allow that group to go all the way up through together. My thing is, I get it. If you're coming in and you're 15 you, 16 you, 17 you, you're going to have to pull kids from everywhere to try to make a team that can compete on a level. And it's going to be very seldom that you're going to have a team that can compete on that level first starting out. You don't even have a system about yourself. You don't know what you're running. You might have coaches. Do you and your coaches have the same philosophy? You know, it's a lot of things that go on in AAU basketball. Because some people think in AAU basketball, you just roll the ball out there and the kids go play. Some people do that. Some people do that. Not They're not very successful. I'm just going to say it like that. Teams that go out there and just roll the ball. That, show me a successful program that does that. Yeah. Like, Team Driven Today called out 50 defenses on us. Yeah. 32, 13, match up. So, my thing is, an established good program, they work at it. Yeah, they it's just coaching. not freelance basketball. They actually have plays. They run those plays. They execute those plays. It's real basketball. Right. So, if you're able to establish a program from a young age and allow those kids to grow with each other, whether they're at the same school or different schools, and ours are a, a group of kids from separate schools right. that have never played together before. Right. So, to have them come together and we go two and two in the weekend, that's big. And I think that is the perfect groundwork for a successful AAU program. Yeah, man. We we right on pace, and, and and the good thing about it is a lot of times, especially spring and summer, you play back to back weekends. Oh yeah, or you know you you really play as much as you would like. You can play as much as you can but, afford. Uh, we we right back out there next weekend, so um, right we can build and we, you know we had a game today, and we're right back in the gym tomorrow for practice. Right, so now I'm starting to get some consistency of guys really being in the gym, having that ball in their hand, and that matters. Right. Because we don't think about the big-time breaks that people take in between sports because you're playing soccer and tennis right. and baseball and all of those other things. But, you know, to get up under that whistle in basketball, I think, is a rhythm game, man. And like a, like, a lot of, like a lot of the parents told us, some of their kids hadn't picked up a basketball since basketball season ended in the beginning of March or right. end of February. Right. For some of them, this group, this was they hadn't touched the basketball since January because right. their seasons ended at the end of January. So it's like – They've been three, two and three months without playing basketball at all. And like I say, we've only been back in the gym for three weeks. Yes, heavy. You know, like we're, we're consistently where we've had two practices a week right. only for two weeks. Right. You know, so we've only had four or five practices. Got to get our mojo back together. Got to get our mojo back together. Yeah. Like I ain't stood on the sideline in, since 2020. Mm. That was my first time standing on the sideline since 2020. Well, well I, I, I was able to address, address my uh, role well. You know, I'm, I'm your sidekick right now, and I got a little bit of that at uh, Pinson Valley. So, right, right. You know, right now I'm, I'm more the guy that sit on the bench, keep the, the guys encouraged. Hey, man, let's But fight. let me say it like this. Um, if anybody's out there looking to coach. Yeah, <laughs> man. We need coaches, man. Like, yeah. we're, we're, like our, we're, we're about to put a program together. That's going to need quality coaches. And the thing about our quality coaches is we have a system set up where we can come in and we're going to run the same thing from the lowest level grade to the highest level grade. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. So we're going to establish a program, man. So anybody out there looking to coach, you know what I'm saying? Because like I say, I hadn't stood on the sideline myself in that first chair since about 2013. It's been a minute. Been a minute since I did that. So I was I was completely thrown off, man. It was fun to get back in the in, in the in the groove of things. Uh it was exciting. So yeah, man. Um 13, you did well, man. Uh let's see if we can call them out. We got 10 of them. Uh shout out uh David, Cobins, uh John Harris, um Walter McKee, 
I'm trying to go by numbers. Uh, Wilson Cherry, um, who was 12. Don't we got a 12? Oh, Jared, Jared Friendly, um, 13-ish. Charlie Reese. Um, come on, help me, brother. You ain't said a name yet. I'm late. I'm late. You. I'm, I'm late. You do your 13 thing. Thirteen is Charlie Reese, man. Uh, after thirteen, man, we, we go. got Eb. Eb at twenty. Uh, we got Chapman at twenty-two. Um, and uh, Moskowitz at thirty-three. Moskowitz at thirty-three. Did I miss anybody? Uh, that was ten, wasn't it? Rob McGahee. Rob McGahee. I always forget the feet. McGahee. The Cinco, man. I wore yeah. five, man. Yeah, I don't know how McGahee. I always McGahee played real well this weekend. Too. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be a player for us. Yeah. But yeah, man, shout out to our thirteen U team, man. Went two and two on the weekend. First weekend out of the gate, man. We were able to get out there and get ourselves two wins. Yeah, man. So that feels good, man. That yeah. feels good Whenever to get out you there. Can win. Right, man. Right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, but we did have to run up against team driven today, and that one didn't go so well, but it gave us good experience, I think. It lets you know because, I mean, for real, in the state of Alabama, team driven has got to be at the top. Man, they better. They That's one of the be best seven-grade you know, teams in know, the state, I'm th- sure. 13U, they got great size. They got really good guard play. They got three kids over 6'2". But they got a, they got a nice sixth-grade team. I, I, they I might have over. four kids over 6'2". Those two other big kids that came in off the bench, the, the one with the gargles and the other yeah, one. Yeah, they probably six feet. Six feet, six yeah, one? Six feet. But I mean, you're talking about seventh grade with with size. That's what I'm saying. They they yeah, thick, size, big bodies. But but the other guys are, you know, like you said, man, six four. Right, right, right. They got two six fours and a yeah. six two. Yeah. Like so, and in the seventh grade. So yeah, that's one of the better teams in the state, man. But I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm glad we were able to play them. Remember, I talked about it when they first sent out the brackets and we looked at it. I was like, oh man, I hope we get a chance to play team driven. Yeah. Because I just I want to see I want our guys to go up against it because like one of our guys, Jared Friendly, um. He came from team driven. Right. He played, so that was him playing against his team that he played with this year. Right. Right. So he 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 decided to make the jump and come over and play with with Gardner Man, and we're very excited that he was able to do that. But yeah, man, it was an exciting weekend. Outside of that, okay. Outside of that, this was another live period. Yes, sir. This was another live period, man. So guys were out there uh, looking, and I'm gonna tell you something cool about this. B, uh, we were just at our tournament, right, and. I'm walking out of our tournament during a live period weekend. Okay. And I see a Division One head coach. Oh, yeah. Walking out of the gym at, our, at, at, at the tournament with us because his son is playing. Right. While it's a live period going yep. on. So he can have some conversations. So he – listen, that's what I'm trying to tell y'all, young people. The, the, the live period is important. But let me tell you why this particular Division I coach wasn't at that live period. The same reason I know another Division I coach wasn't out on the road during this weekend's live period. Why is that? Because they in the damn portal. Okay. Looking. They don't give a – I told you. Right. Earlier, before the first live period, the show we had before that first live period week, I was like, are any coaches even coming out? Right. It's 1,200 kids in the transfer portal. Why am I even going out to recruit or look at any kids? And you know what? They're not. Mm. When you see two Division I head coaches, head coaches in the city of Montgomery for a weekend, and they're not out during the live period? Not not scouting uh, high high school basketball. Come on, man. And like you said, I mean, and they dog show. They, listen, I know they weren't scouting no dog on seventh grade basketball, nah. and they weren't looking at none of the high school kids that was up in there playing this weekend. Nah, nah, nah. So that's my point. Right, right. 
That, and and the, and, the, and the head coaches are the final decision makers. The head, listen, uh, assistant coach can recruit you, want you, but his job is to get you to feel comfortable with the school. Right. But he cannot sign it. He will not. And he will not. He can't promise you nothing. I, you know how many college coaches I'm talking to right now about, about greedy that I've talked to over the – I'm just trying to get my head coach to sign off on it. Yeah. Look, I want him. That's everybody. I just got to get my head coach Man, to sign off everybody. on it. So how are you going to get your head coach to sign off on it and the head coach ain't even there watching? Hey, listen. That, that that means we need to change the strategy of even who you talk to, who I need to have a conversation with. Come on, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming and hollering, man, but tell the head coach to call me. Tell the head coach to call me. Because, I mean, really all the conversations that we have with these assistant coaches is just talk. And here's the thing. Majority of those assistant coaches are the ones that these kids are going off of when they make their blessed to receive an offer. Oh, yeah, that's coming post. from, yeah, that's, yeah, of course. Most of okay. those are coming from an assistant, yeah. meaning that offer is poo-poo. Hey, but listen to what you said the other week, man. Like, any interest. Any interest is good. If, hey. if, 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 if a coach calls and says, hey, how you doing today? There it is. Hey. Get hey, on listen. the mic. Hey, listen. And say, bless to receive. Because if you do that, that may garner other may. attention. May. May garner other attention from other schools. Right. But – it does give you action because the, the school's not going to go in there and say that we're not. And that's not something we said last week, but here's what I want you to know, B. If we were in the game of what you just explained, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? If we were in the game of what you just explained, of any publicity is good publicity, okay? right? Yeah. I could have easily went to the internet today, today and said, Greedy Williams, blessed to receive an offer from that Division One that I just right. talked to. Could have did that. Could've with the conversation that, that I yep. had, right. that right. could have happened. Right. With the conversation that somebody picked up the phone and called you about today, about this same said Division One, right. we could have said that. Exactly. But until we get a national letter of intent sent to the house for us to sign, we say nothing. Yeah, man. We do, you know, it's, it's going to be real th- work right now. And here's the thing. We could easily fall back because we're sitting here, and Chill just said, we're sitting here telling you how to go about it. Mm-hmm. And we said this last week, but we said it prior weeks also. Okay. We just do things a little different. No doubt. It's kind of part of the do as I say, not, not as I do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of where we are with that because – the thing about it is we're to the point where – now, I will tell you this. If Greedy was a junior in high school, yeah, I would change my thought process. Okay. I wouldn't mind saying blessed to receive an offer from a school that says, hey, we want it. Even if they didn't say, hey, I'm throwing an offer, but, hey, we want it. We want to bring him on campus. Okay. I would take that and run with it. Okay. Like all – programs do nowadays however we're to the point right now we don't need no fluff nah we don't need no clout because we have one we have one goal in mind and that goal is not a national letter of intent okay that goal with greedy williams is to cash checks because we know how good that kid is so i understand if there's a kid that or or if it's a handler or assistant coach or a coach that has a conversation with a division one coach and then he goes back and say, My guy just received an offer from there. It's understandable. But we don't operate in that realm. And I understand that we're telling you guys to because we see it work 
every day. Every single day. We see it work every single day. So why not have us analyze what we see and have you go about it that way? But, I mean, that means we can get some quality information because we're, we're coming from both ends of the spectrum. Right. We look, at, we look at what's happening on a daily basis. We understand what's going on. We understand that the sooner the better. Right. But we also understand, you know, we've been locked in and we did it a certain way. And we get motion. Right. But, we, but, we, we, we've been here already. Right. You get motion. But, hey, man, it, it's, a, it's a harder trick. Right. It's a harder trick. Right. And the thing about it is we don't mind a little dirt on our hands. No. Right. We don't mind getting down in the mud and having to put some stuff together. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So that's that's fine for us. A lot of y'all prima donnas out there. Yeah. A lot of y'all, you know what I'm saying? I get my feet done, but a lot of y'all get your nails done. <laughs> and you don't want to get your hands dirty. You don't yeah. want to chip a nail. Yeah. So, like, you might not want to go about it the way we go about it. You might want to go about it the other way. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with that way that you want to go about it. I'm just saying that might be a better look for you. Yeah, man. And And since that's the case... We're here to navigate you through that also. And get you to understand, man, everybody's putting on for somebody. Everybody's so, putting on know, for somebody. Uh, again, and I know we said this a million times, make sure you uh, build a quality relationships with people. Because the call you got, right, after yeah. said Division One coach was, hey, man, listen, I'm telling you, man, they, and we understand all that. Man, those guys got everything they need. You know what I mean? Those guys got everything they need. When they're ready to pull the trigger, they're going to make the phone call and pull the trigger. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, but but that's not what it's all about. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not what it's all about. It's really all about getting it out the mud. And listen, man, I appreciate uh, all the love for the guys that that are out there, and you know, that are on our team. That's what we're talking about. This this is somebody that is connected touch- to us. But you're out somewhere, and you see somebody, and you like, hey, man, are are you aware of this kid? Right. So you got to have your people out there working for you. Where well, we always say we need you need your name being mentioned in rooms that you're not in. That you're not even in. And so we, we were nowhere near the building. Nowhere near the building today, yeah. and your name was mentioned. Right. That's what you want. That's what you want. That's what you That's want. That's what you want. So you know, like those phone calls are, are are helpful. They're they're warranted. So if anybody else out there, if y'all run into a Division One coach, just say Greedy Williams. Tell them they need to sign him. All right. Tell them they need to sign him. Because we're in the bidding war. You know, the bidding war is going on, baby. Get your number in. You feel me? Everybody everybody can use that quality type player. But, yeah, man, uh, live weekend um, all over. Uh, I think the big one outside of the shoe uh, teams this weekend was definitely on the radar. Uh, and uh, where did um, – what was on the radar? Were they in Kentucky? I think that was Kentucky this weekend. That's where they were this weekend. I think so because I know that's where the uh, I know it for a fact that's where Crimson Kings went. Okay, I know because I know they're running on that on the radar tour. Okay, uh, I mean on the radar uh, circuit. So I think they were in um, Kentucky. And there was some guys out there doing some work this weekend. Man, yes, it I, was. I, the, the the biggest thing of the weekend for me was, and man, I'm gonna always keep it basketball. Was Bronny James in the PSD, the PSD deal. Did, did did we not say that on this hey man. on this podcast? High school kids. Did we not say that? We, everybody's like, oh, it's Bronny. Nah, mm. I don't give a dog on who it is. Right, he's still in high school. Right, and he's signing deals. Yeah, Mikey Williams signed a deal with Puma. Right, come on, man. Yeah, this high school kids. Come on, man. So yeah, but I'm gonna tell Trickle you. Trickle down. Yeah, it is. But I'm gonna tell you something. Be my highlight of. And I got this, and I'm pulling up my IG uh, because 
I got this message that was sent to me, right? And it's from it was from a kid who has been we've been singing him his praises since the end of the high school basketball season. And uh this was a post put up by everybody knows this guy, the Dan McDonald. Okay. I think he is over Rise Hoops. Okay. okay. Uh like he used to be yeah, like so he's one of the top evaluators out there in, in, in the nation. Here's a tweet that he put up on on his Twitter over the weekend. Big opening day for you ready? Devin Barksdale mm-hmm. at the Rise Spring Showdown averaging 26 points per game for We Play United, leading scorer in the 16U division. Mm-hmm. Leading scorer. Now I told y'all I want everybody to know. Anybody that says they saw what I saw and what we saw in Devin Barksdale before we said it, congratulations. I'm going to give you a pat on the back. Right. But from what I know, we saw this kid when he was getting no love. None. And now look at him. We see talent. And that boy can play. Yeah. 26 points. Not 26 points in a game. Right. 26 points per game. That means he's really putting in work. Put, that's some 30 pieces in there. Really putting in work. It got to be 30 pieces yeah. in there to average 26. Yeah. yeah. So, man, listen, listen. You got to love when you see guys gain confidence. Yeah. When you see guys gain confidence, it is really exciting to see because you saw his confidence bubble. Like you saw it come, you saw it bubble, you saw him start to get the. What I'm trying to say, you saw Mojo, him, the Mojo. Yeah, he started to get that yeah, swag that yeah. you need to be a high level player. Yeah. He started to get the swag you need to be that high level player. And 26 points a game in a weekend in a live at the rise. Come on, man, that that puts you on somebody's radar. That that's D. Dan McDonald. Yeah, he does all the rankings, yeah. like the national rankings. Yeah. So so there there's your name being mentioned in a room that you're not in. Come on, man. So it's a tweet. It's a so, so now every college coach that follows D. Dan McDonald, they're at least going to go look at the page, see right. what the kid is all about. That's why we tell you, make sure your socials are clean. Make sure your socials are clean. Make sure they're clean. Because Devin Barksdale just got his name mentioned with an at. He didn't just say his name. He tagged him. Right. So now those coaches are going to see, oh, it's a 25. Let me click. I'm going to hit that. I'm going to hit that handle. Right. And I don't care who I am as a college coach. I'm going to hit the handle just to go take a look to see what I can see. And if the only thing you got on your page is some bio of rap lyrics and you standing up in a gas station parking lot or in a gas station in the juice area taking pictures, throwing up signs, you're not going to get another look. You're not, you're not much of a basketball guy. You're not a basketball guy. they're going to think. Because, listen, I'm going to tell you what we saw this weekend. And we talked about this sitting at courtside watching another team warm up, a local team. Where the hell these boys came from? Right. <laughs> I ain't never seen these boys right. play basketball a day in my life right. at right. no school. What school do they play at? Man, these kids be everywhere. Well, so my thing is they don't play basketball. Though, yeah, man. they don't. They don't. They were, And it was three of them. They all three were football players. Yeah, I bet you they were. They looked like football players. They all three were football players. Looked like we had a safety, a lineman, and maybe a running back. Come on, man. And they are out there. They don't have anything to do during this time of the year. They don't even play high school basketball. 
But they come off that football field, basketball season, over with they jump on the AAU team. So my thing is, if a college coach, if you get a tweet like this and a college coach goes to hit your page and you go to your page and you have nothing basketball related, nothing sports related on your page, you know what they're going to think? He's one of those AAU guys that just went and played on a mom and pop team yeah. and got 30. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you're putting out the right message. Man, listen, you want to portray the right image. Yeah. You know, image is everything. You know what I'm saying? First, you never get a second time to make a first impression. Never. So you make sure that every your face, what we say, make sure your face call it good. Real, real clean. Make sure your face call it good. And Barksdale did what he needed to do, so. Right. Did you hit the handle to see what he's looking like? Oh, yeah. I already, yeah, me and him and I have already had this he, conversation. He's all who? Yeah, we already had this yeah, conversation. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, this conversation. We, we talked about your about this, uh, bio. Right. You got to get your bio right. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're an athlete. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't need a dot, dot, dot. You know what I mean? One word, dot, dot, dot. Nah, it's, it looks cool for right, everybody else, right, but right. you're an athlete. Yeah, they, you know? and they got to figure that out, man. Right, got to figure it out, yeah. man, like I say. And I'm going to tell you, I saw a tweet from another AAU program this week that said something about that, right? Uh, it might still be up on their story. Uh, they went and they said in a, uh, on their story, they were like, uh, go fix your uh, – here it is uh, – uh, might be gone. Yeah, it might be gone. But that's 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 the gist of what they said. They were like, you need to go clean up your social media. Like some of you guys don't even have information on your social media for a coach to get in contact with you. You know, so we've we've had this conversation before, man. And we're gonna go. We're gonna touch on that again. We're gonna bring that back for somebody who is too lazy to go back and find the episode in season three where we talked about that. We're gonna get. We're gonna talk about. Of course, we talk about everything over and over and over and over again because we because we're trying to drill it into your head. You gotta but, get it. But listen, we're 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 creative enough to come up with it in unique ways for you to continue to want to listen. Exactly. Continue to want to listen, man. Exactly. So so yeah, man. Uh, another live weekend. Uh. I'm be honest with you. We were in the gym, so I only got bits and pieces of what went on. I know my my phone has been ringing. I yeah. gotta I gotta return some phone calls. Yeah. I apologize. I got y'all. I promise you, I'm gonna hit you back. And we gonna and I'm gonna talk about the weekend. And I'm gonna find out what went on. You can give me the numbers of your kids. Let me know who played well. And I'm gonna tell you something else. When I talk to these um, AAU coaches after a weekend, I'm gonna tell you what I have been seeing and I like about having these conversations with them. They have really been singing the praises of guys they've played against. They've been calling me about their guys, right? Hey, my guy did this. My guy did that. But, boy, we played so-and-so. Whoo, he gave it to us. He can do this. He can do this. He, so that – and that's what we're all about. And that's what I love because we're trying to advance all players, Right. We're trying to advance the level of basketball in the state of Alabama. And how can you do that? Even if a guy's not your guy and you know that guy can play, put that guy on. You got to. Put that guy on, man. Sing his praises like you sing the praises of your own player. Because Brayton gave us the business today. And guess what he did? Shot an air ball at the free throw line, came off the court. I'm like, Bray, what you do? He's like, Coach, I don't even know. Yeah. He play on the other team. Right, right, right. Like, what are you – because he's in the gym with us, y'all. Like, he's in the gym with us. And you're not going to be in the gym with us coming to a game shooting air balls at the right. free throw line. Yeah. You know, even though yeah. he had like 20 on us. But still, you know what I mean? Different. When you, when you six, two in the seventh grade, he can dribble and shoot threes. It's yeah. A little different. So Really 6'3", legit. Yeah, he's probably 6'3". Legit. Legit yeah. in the seventh grade. Yeah. Like, did you see him – With a 15 shoot. Yeah, he's already got big feet. Yeah. Hey, did you see him today in warm-ups? Trying to dunk? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And how, when we were in the gym about a week ago, yeah. how many times did he jump at the rim? Man, a thousand. Seventh grade, jump. Listen, a thousand. His brother, y'all, is Runji Gordon that plays at UAB. Right. Right? And we had Runji, Greedy, and Brayton. Like, I'm going to tell y'all about Brayton real quick. I'm going to make this quick. Bray used to be the kid in the, in, for us that was the water boy. And then when we were doing workouts, he was the ball chaser. Because, you know, me and B don't chase no balls. Right. Right. We, like, we pull out the rack and we just throw him. If the ball goes, gone. But before that, we used, to have, <laughs> we used to have Bray chasing all the balls. Right. 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 We came back last week and Bray's in the workout now. Yeah. Like, yeah. he is able to go through a workout with a Division I um, college player right now going into his third year and a soon-to-be Division I player this year. So, it's like he's able to inc- – so, yeah, seventh grade. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's going to be tough going up against that. Man. You know what I mean? And our guys played well. They we fought f- hard. They fought hard. But, yeah, man, um, that was it, man. That's like I say, I don't have much from the live weekend, man. I probably have a little bit more for it next week. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to sit down and talk to some people because I saw uh, just a little a, a slight mention of our boy Caleb White. Okay, how did he do? I, I, saw, didn't even I see saw he gave somebody twenty six. Oh, oh, I did see this. Um, yeah. I saw two games from uh, Ray Ray McCants. Yeah, Ray Ray. Ray Ray had like sixteen one yeah, game, fourteen he, he another game. It. He yep. can shoot it. So uh, you know, it's guys out there getting busy. Yeah, man, it's like guys it. out there getting busy. And like you say, we we gotta we gotta get on the phone and just kind of go through everything and talk, and then we'll come back around. But you know, I would like to see Caleb's recruitment go up. Right. For him to be the bucket getter that he is. I don't understand why his recruitment's not as high. And here's my thing. I remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about him, and I said he reminds me of somebody, and I was like, uh, I don't know who. And the reason I didn't know who because it kind of threw me off when it hit my mind because it's so recent. Who was that? He reminds me of Jakari Lane. Okay. He reminds me Jakari might be a little bit bigger. I think Jakari's more like 5'11". Okay. Oh, Caleb's around about five nine, five maybe five ten. Okay. Uh, but that strong body scoring guard that can put it on the floor, that can get their own shot whenever they want it. Not really a point guard, but more of a scoring guard. But only about five ten, five eleven. Just too little, maybe. Yeah, but but it's good enough to play Division One because Jakari Lane just signed with North Alabama. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing I'm saying. I believe that he kind of puts you in the mold when you watch him play. They kind of remind you of each other. Okay. Just size, body style, and that's just somebody who he puts me in the mind that's more recent. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's 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 kind of who. We, and I I agree. Like if Jakari can sign D one, there's no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind that uh, Caleb, Caleb White is yeah. a is a Division one basketball. Yeah, yeah, player. yeah. And and like, and like I say, man, I think uh, this is his second year on the on the circuit. Uh, yeah. This is his second year. Yeah, he played with the Fusion last played year. Played with too. the Fusion last year. So if he get, he has again, man, shout out to our thirteen U team, man. Uh, successful weekend, two shout and two, out. two and two on the weekend, man. Our first weekend back out on the. We can call it the circuit. That's yeah. what we do. Guard your man, thirteen U. Guard your man, thirteen U, man. Hey, look, hey, listen. And them unis was fire. Yeah, man. Y'all ain't seen our unis. Go follow our uh, Instagram page, man. At guard your man, man. That's right. At guard your man on Instagram. Go follow the page, man. Go stay up with us. Listen. Like I say, we're going to build this program going in the future, man. Like, we ain't really – listen, we ain't out there trying to get no Nike sponsorship. No, man. We're not out there trying to make it to the EYBL. No, that's we're not, not trying focus. to make it to the Three Stripes or the UAA. That's not what we're trying to do, We're going to make a difference in our city and our right. state. That's we're, what we're going to do. Hey, man, we're, we're about to build the business of basketball. Yeah, man. All right? Yeah. We're going to build the business of basketball, man, going forward. So, appreciate y'all, man. Um.
passing. Yeah. Those yeah. type of guys. And I will say his running mate, man, uh, uh, T.C. Connor. Yeah. I did see a little bit of him. I saw some highlights. Uh, I saw a, a quick mix of Team Carroll 17U playing, and T.C. had a couple clips on there where he was getting a couple buckets. He found a couple guys. They had the Thomas Twins on there, uh, Trent Thomas, and I forget. The other okay, one. so T.C. with uh, Team Carroll. Team Carroll. That, that's, that's great for T.C. because yeah. – um, he spent a lot of time on the Chitlin circuit. Right, 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 right. You know, played really well, did some things, but now for him to step out, he got to be able to show that I can get it done. And, you know, I think it's right on time for TC because TC grew probably about three, four inches. Yeah, and like I say, he's had, he's, had some, he's had some big games on the circuit so far. I have seen some clips talking about what he's done on the circuit, you know, yeah. big-time scoring games, 20-plus yeah. scoring games. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah TC's running with uh, Team Carroll. So, so that's good to see, man, because like you say, man, you know, when, we, when you start talking about college basketball, it's so much talk going on about the portal right now. It's, like, it's almost like the high school guys, everything after 2020, people don't really want to talk about. Right, but we got to talk about these other classes, man, because there's some great talent out there, and it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some sleepers. Oh man, plenty. Like every class has them. Every one. Every class has them, man. But the thing about it is, man, when you're actually talking about it, right, and these guys are actually coming up, and you see them, it just confuses me on how confused the coaches are. You know, like it, it's it's how is it that. Some guys get the love and other guys don't. It's just too much of it out there. You think? Man, 1,500 kids, 1,200 kids to look at. Like, how do you focus where I'm going to look? But that's just the transfer portal. Yeah, man. But so I you're mean, talking about 1,200. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're talking about 1,200 kids in the transfer portal, and then you go out on the AAU. It was live period in Indiana, live period in Kansas City, live period in Atlanta. All the shoe companies had live. All shoe companies had live. So now you got to go through those kids. Oh my goodness. Now you got to go through the division 1, and I mean got, division 2. Oh my division goodness. Division 3. Oh my goodness. NAI. But still, but, wait, but here's the thing. I get, I get all that. Man. I get all that, right? I get every bit of everything you just said. However, it's enough schools to go around. Yeah. Like, I think I said a couple of weeks ago, it's 150 playing Division One. That's football. And, and a lot it's of like schools, 300 playing basketball. And a lot of schools got 13 to 15 scholarships this year. Right. Like, like they, this team's lost their whole program. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's opportunities out there. Yeah, it's there. But, like we said earlier, earlier you got we saw two Division One coaches in Montgomery this weekend. Yeah. They weren't out there. On the, they weren't in Kansas City. Like, and these are schools – these are low and mid majors. I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to call their names because y'all know that ain't what we do. But they're lower mid majors, right? That's low to mid majors is they what had, I would they call. They had good seasons this year. Yeah, like yeah. I say, they're really good programs. Like yeah. anybody would be privileged to go to either one of these Division ones, yeah. right? And the only thing about it was, if you were playing in the live period this weekend, neither one of them were out there to see you. Not the head coach, and we already said who matters. Right? Who matters? And the head coach is who matters. And neither. So, like you say, man, you got to be able to understand it's a different landscape of recruiting. However, even though it's a different landscape of recruiting, you got to be able to navigate it. Yeah. You got to be able to figure out how am I going to get my recognition because you can get it. Yeah. You can get it. And I'm going to tell you how you can do that right now, B. I'm going to tell you right now how you can do that. How? Hoop. <laughs> that's that's your thing, huh? Hoop. Just hoop. Just hoop, man. If you just hoop, 
the rest will take care of itself. Because if there's anything that we've told you, I don't care how we tell you to go about recruiting, how we tell you to go about now, how we go about it. None of that matters. The one thing that does we do know is you got to hoop. And and, and when you say by hooping, like, uh, guys, you got to get some numbers. Not only you. First of all, let's let's break it down. Break it down. First of all, you got to be there to play. You got to be there. You got to play. Yeah. Second of all, you got to play in games that matter. Yeah. We that that's our favorite line. That's our favorite line. And third of all, you got to put some numbers up. Yeah, you're gonna have to put some numbers. You can't be out there, and you're playing, and like we said, you're getting twelve minutes, two points. You're about not getting an offer. You know what house you're not gonna get off? If it's a tournament going on and you sitting at home. Man, you're not. You're not getting an offer. So that's the that just hoop, man. Like, we talk ball. That's all we talk is ball. And I'm gonna always tell you a thousand things, give you a thousand ideas, and just come up with stuff to talk about because that's what I do is talk. I'm always gonna do that. But I'm always gonna boil down to one thing. Hoop. Gotta hoop. Because that's why we even here. Right. We wouldn't be sitting here talking on these microphones if it wasn't for hoop. Right. If right. we wasn't, if y'all don't hoop, we don't talk. So guess what? If you want us to talk about you, and start next week, man, um, we're going to break down, a, like I said, we're going to break down a, a little bit more of guys, all right? Because what is this? Today is the 24th. Yes. I think I'm going to drop the 2023. Rankings Friday 2023 I think I'm gonna drop 2023 on Friday Ooh. I think I'm gonna drop that on Friday Cause I already put up I told y'all they were coming in April I've been working on them You know I've been, do- I've been doing a lot of work On a lot of other stuff But I have been working on my rankings Got you, you know, I have been taking a look I have been talking to guys About my 23 guys And I'm gonna be honest with you I talked a lot about the 25 class Because the 25 class The reason I've talked so much about it With, with people around the state is because I've never put out a rankings of 25. I've only put out a watch list of right, 25. Right. So this is going to be the first installation of the eyeball lottery rankings for the class of 2025. So I had to dive deep into it. And a lot of those guys, I had to explain to some people who asked me about it and asked when I was going to drop it. I had to explain to them a lot of those guys played JV basketball this year. And I ain't watched a lot of JV basketball. Right. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell the truth. I ain't watched no JV, JV basketball. If you play JV basketball, unless you sent me some film, I ain't never seen you play. So I can't, I can't, adequately rank these guys because this guy's telling me oh man this kid is a bucket i know some kids that have been getting buckets on the aau circuit that didn't even play varsity basketball because their varsity team was so stacked they couldn't make it you know what i'm saying they couldn't make it on the no reason for the coach to put them on varsity knowing they're not going to get any tick Mm. because they're just ninth graders like you might have some special ninth graders like you say barksdale he was their best point guard but he didn't start he didn't play a lot of minutes. You know what I'm saying? He played behind some guys. Even um, Salim London, even though he was the leading scorer for um, Hoover, you know what I mean? That's a different situation. But here's the thing I want to talk to you about. And this is the reason I went to the class of 2025. I want to ask you, did you so happen to see the ESPN rankings of the class of 2025 that dropped last week? Just by chance, did you see that? I saw some rankings. <clears throat> I think I looked at twenty-two mm-hmm. um, because the kids, uh, Stefan Castle, okay, yep, that plays at uh, at uh, Newton, 
Newton with our guy Charlamagne Gibbons. Yep. I think they had him 50-something, 53, 56. Okay. And his dad was like, come on, man, this guy like, stop. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so, the, so, this, kid's, know, this kid is committed to UConn. Are yeah, you freaking they kid? had him really, really low. But right. uh, um, that was 2022. No. Nah, that's 23. 23. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, yeah, they had him right around the same as um, – K. Phillips, him and K. Phillips were right there okay, together. Okay, okay, so so I saw that. Fifties, yeah, I saw that twenty three. So no, I hadn't seen twenty five. What you got? All right, <clears throat> all right. I'm just gonna go and tell you like this. Cameron Bruiser, okay, is uh, what's the boozer name from Duke? Carlos. Carlos. This is Carlos's boozer's son. Okay, they have they're twins. Okay, they have one of them ranked number one in the country. Mm-hmm. The other is ranked number. 24 Caden he's ranked number 24 in the country okay all right but here's what is Bryson Tiller yeah we know Tiller we know Tiller Atlanta yeah. Express yeah no doubt they got him ranked number six okay 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 he, like he played 17 you know you last I, year. I, I did peep the list okay okay mm-hmm. I did peep the list I, I remember you know Tiller. where I'm going yeah, yeah go ahead go ahead at number eight in the country, Jamarian J.D. Palm from Dothan. Yes, sir. Six foot nine from Dothan. Yeah. Now, you know, I've seen this kid a lot. Yeah. We had a whole doggone, damn near a whole episode that was catered to him. Mm-hmm. And I've been going back and forth with some Division One coaches and also some AAU programs. About how good is J.D. Palm? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just how good is J.D. Palm? And they have been in debate with about Bryce Dawson. Okay. Jacoby Hill. Okay. Uh, his name is slipping my mind right now. Hold on. I can find it for you. Um, Salim London. Yeah. Uh, I even got some calls about uh, Jared Fairley. Uh, of course, uh, Ray Ray uh, McCants. Yeah. Uh, and I can go on and on about guys that have, you know, people have called me about that should be um, considered some of the best in the class of 2025, right? Um, and it was a big move made that really threw me off. Simon Walker. Class of 2025 from uh, James Clemens in Huntsville. Okay. He's a shooter. He he got put on my radar late. So, like I say, the class of 2025 is stacked. I've gotten calls about every kid I just named about them being better than J.D. Palm. And how am I going to construct my rankings about these kids? Would I... Should I, and some have told me I should, rank some of these kids ahead of J.D. Palm. And when we were in that conversation, I told them, I will not be ranking any of those guys over J.D. Palm. And they were like, why? Did you, you saw him play this year? You saw what he could and couldn't do? You broke his, you, eva- you, I know. And just like ESPN is telling you, I'm not ranking anybody over J.D. Palm. 
It's hard for you to tell me you got a kid in the class of 25 that's a freshman at six foot nine with the skill set that he has, whether he's developing at a higher rate or at a slower rate as what people think he should or should not be developing. There's no way you're telling me that it's a kid in the class that has a better upside than him because I tell you all the time, we just don't rank off what we see today. We're ranking off what we project you to be. And there's nobody, I ain't going to say nobody, it's He's the top one in that class that I can project going towards the future because he's already six foot nine. But I mean, it was the same thing about the Bryson Tiller kid, right? Because he ran on the seventeen U last year, and you're looking at him at six nine, and he's flimsy with the ball, and he does, but he has moments, right? But when you're starting to project to the next level, and you really start to realize this is a twenty twenty five kid that's already six nine, that right. has a skill set Come on, that man. can shoot the basketball, yes. put it on the floor. Understands the game, man. That's tough. We just got to deal with some of the ickiness, right? And I and I think that's what it is. I think when you see young players like that, people want them to be the finished product. They want them to be LeBron James now. Yeah, they want them to be LeBron James after twenty years in the NBA. Yeah, not LeBron James in the ninth grade where he was slew footed and ickie, right? But he was really, really good. Right, right. It's the same thing with this kid, man. Yeah. And like I say, he. Has to continue to develop don't get me wrong i'm not saying three three years from now when they're seniors that he's going to be the number one player in the country right right or the number one player in the state some of these guys like a jacoby hill who is a bucket getter you know what i mean like he's a bucket simon walker can shoot the cover devin barksdale's average so i'm telling you like and so celine like these guys are good and they all have time to develop so am i saying he is Going to be, I project him to be, but right now, it's going to be hard for you to tell me this one better. I, I mean, and ESPN is thank, saying the same thing. Thank, so, so evidently, somebody not in the state. These ain't state rankings. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is yeah. country. Yeah, this is in the nation. This is in the nation. Top, so, tw- top 25. You want me to say, and I'm not saying nobody's told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, you yeah. want me to say yeah. that somebody else is better than this kid right now? I can't do it. I mean, but listen, I can't even be mad at whoever's calling you because they, they're putting on for their guy. They're putting on for their yeah, guy? But, and, Ain't that and what I we tell it. you to yeah, do? Yeah, and I get it, and I understand it, but there's a uh, a method to the madness also. Hey, yeah. Man. And and that, and that kid, Palm. Yeah. Hey, man, getting yeah. it in. Getting it Six, in. 6'9". Got something you can't teach. Can't teach, bro. Number, can't hey, teach size. Top, top 10 in the country. Can't teach 6'9". Can't teach 6'9". And, and you got to understand, like, um, for him to be top 10 in the country, him and Tiller are alike. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're, they're basically they're very similar. Yeah, very similar yeah. game. Right. So, right. If if you haven't really seen these guys, like, mm-hmm. bro, it's scary talented. Right. 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 One's right hand, one's left yeah, hand. That's the only difference. Scary talented. That's bro. the only difference. One's right, one's left, man. But yeah, man. Um, B, we got to wrap it up. Yeah. We got to wrap it up, man. Let's get up out of here. Uh. Like I say, man, we got a lot more to talk about, man, and we're going to talk about it come, going forward, man. Thank y'all for hanging out, man. Again, shout out to our 13U team, man, back out on the saddle, back out on the circuit, man. And I had real, I had a lot of fun, B, because like I'm going to say, get up out of here. Them guys funny. Man. Listen. 13 years old. Man. 13 years old, man, and they, man, they have listen, no filter. Like, like you were asking one of our players on the bench today <laughs> what. To call out 221 press. press. Listen, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say. I got to say it. <laughs> What he say? They said one of them said Wilson Cherry. I'm gonna call him out. Wilson Cherry says we need to call it bend over. I'm like, bro, I'm not screaming out bend over through the gym. Then Walter comes and says, 
Benjamin Dover. Call it Benjamin Dover. Man, listen, man. This is during the middle of a game. Yeah. These are two starters. Yeah. yeah. They come to the bench. I'm like, hey, man, what y'all want to call the 2-2 press? We don't want to just say 2-2-1. But that, that lets you know how new we are in the game right now because we hadn't even been able to get into the press. Yeah, we hadn't even. Like, we're trying to do we, this on the fly. Yeah, we put the press in today. Right. Like, right, so that's just right. it is what it is, and they ran it pretty good. We got, yeah, we yeah. got, they couldn't even get the ball across half oh, court. Yeah, we got some good steals in, in, that, yeah. in, that, in that second game. Yeah, man, but yeah, man, that's it, man. But shout out to them, man. Shout out to Garger, man. Like I say, go follow us on Instagram at Garger, man. Also, uh, well, we finna get shout outs, man. B, do yours. Uh, follow me on IG Chillwheel three three four, and follow me on uh, Twitter Coach B three three four. Catch me on my Facebook page Brian underscore Williams SR. Follow me on my business page Eyeball Properties. Yep. Uh, you know. Everywhere else, too. Everywhere else. And you already know, man. Y'all can find me at Instagram and Twitter, at Eyeball Radio on Instagram and Twitter. Also, at underscore Real Talk Tees on Instagram and Twitter and on Twitter, at Coach underscore Eyeball. And like I said, got to add one more, man. Go follow our Guard Your Man page, at Guard Your Man on Instagram. And don't forget, Little I, B-A-L-L, podcast, wherever you get your podcast, man. Go download the podcast. Make sure you're running them numbers up. And that's right. Our main man, Christian Brooks from Modern Day TV, has been getting us right yes, hopefully sir. you went and caught the first two episodes on the youtube page yeah that's at the eyeball radio youtube page go like go subscribe go hit the notification bell because we will be up we've been dropping this on mondays yeah. as usual yeah. monday at noon you're gonna catch the eyeball podcast wherever you get your podcast and now you can catch every friday you can come watch it the eyeball podcast on youtube yes sir every week every single friday man so appreciate y'all hanging out b man let's get up out of here move with a purpose move with a purpose man and y'all already know they call me coach because i teach you how to ball until next week we out peace peace